0: Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Jesus reveals to his apostles what's going to happen. He's gonna go to Jerusalem and there suffer greatly, be killed, on the third day, be raised. It's not what they were expecting. And Peter responds in a way that I think each of us could see ourselves responding. He kind of responds according to just a natural human instinct. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall happen to you. You're not going to suffer. We won't let that happen. I think that's how each of us would respond. If somebody that we loved told us they were going to suffer greatly, we wouldn't want it to happen. And yet Jesus then rebukes Peter quite strongly, saying, get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. Because you're thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. We as disciples of Christ are called to try to put on the mind of our Lord, to not conform ourselves to this age or to the wisdom of the world, as St. Paul told us in our second reading, but to strive to put on the mind of Christ, to think as God thinks through the gift of our faith. And God, in His inscrutable wisdom, has chosen suffering as the means of our salvation as the remedy for sin. Suffering was not part of God's original plan for his creation. It entered the world through sin. But God, in his mysterious plan, has chosen to then use suffering as the remedy, as the solution to sin. And not because suffering in and of itself is good. It's not. But suffering is an opportunity for great love. When suffering is accepted and embraced for the good of another, then it becomes the greatest act of love. You see, we love someone to the degree that we are willing to suffer for them we love someone to the degree that we're willing to sacrifice ourselves for their good. And God has revealed to us His love for us, and that He sent His only begotten Son to save us from sin. And Christ has revealed His love for us, has proved His love for us, and that He was willing to suffer the cross for our salvation. And so in Christ, suffering becomes the supreme testament to love and the way that we too are called to grow in our love for God and in our love for one another. Because Jesus tells us quite clearly, whoever wishes to come after him, whoever wishes to be a disciple of Christ, must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow him. We have to be willing to accept the crosses of our life in union with our Lord. Are we willing to suffer for His sake? He was willing to suffer for ours. And the more we embrace that cross, the more we grow in our love for Him, and it becomes an instrument of purification and redemption, sanctification, healing. It's the way by which we grow in love. It's also a testament to our love for one another. Are we willing to make sacrifices? Are we willing to offer up our cross and our suffering for our family, for our friends, for the conversion of the world, for the salvation of souls? It's an act of incredible love when we are willing to embrace suffering for the good of another. But I want to leave you with two secrets of the saints that help us embrace suffering without experiencing it as a great burden. The saints suffered terribly, but in some paradoxical way, they rejoiced when they were suffering. They had incredible joy and incredible peace in the midst of their crosses. And I wanna share, I think, two Uh, attitudes that the saints had towards suffering that can help us enormously carry our own crosses in life. And it gets to what actually causes the suffering of our life. Why do we experience the cross to be so burdensome and so difficult? And one of the main reasons is because we're holding on to things that we're attached to. We're holding on to our comfort. We're holding on to wanting things to be easy. We're holding on to our possessions. We're holding on to our plan for our life and wanting things to occur the way that we want them to. And when something unexpected comes, when we encounter a cross, when life takes a different direction, when we encounter some or experience some suffering, the reason it's so difficult for us is because we're still holding on to the past, or we're still holding on to what we want. But the secret is to surrender, to let go. The only thing that we should be attached to is God's will. And God reveals His will to us throughout our day and throughout our life. And He allows suffering to come our way because it's good for us and it's good for the world if we're willing to accept it and offer it in love. And so we need to strive to be detached from the things of this life, from the things of the world. They don't last. We're gonna lose them all eventually. The more we can let go of them in our mind and in our heart, the easier it will be when they are perhaps taken from us in some form of suffering. Related to this, another kind of cause of suffering in our life is the fact that we resist it. We don't want it, and so we try to avoid it. We try to escape it. We try to run away from it. But we all know that suffering in this life is unavoidable. And so if we again surrender ourselves to the Lord's will and what he brings into our life, if instead of resisting it, we accept it in faith, it takes away most of the burden. Because the more we resist the cross, the heavier it is. But if we can accept it in faith and in humility, it actually becomes light. And then it becomes something that we can live with joy and with peace, offering it to God, out of love for Him and out of love for our neighbor. And so yes, Christ calls each one of us to suffer in this life, united with him to carry our cross. And the more we can become detached from the comforts and pleasures that we've gotten used to, and the more we can resign ourselves to accepting what the Lord sends us, as well as remembering that every suffering in this life is temporal. It won't last forever. But if we accept it and carry it in union with our Lord, if we strive to do God's will in our life, then those crosses will lead us to eternal life, the life that we truly long for, where there will be no more suffering.